0: Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and today we are talking about what is the right amount of stuff to have. Have you ever noticed as a crafter or as an early crafter, you're going along and you basically have nothing, and you're uh, running around your house, you're borrowing from your sister. You're using junk mail. Well, I still, I still do all that all those things, except I don't have a sister. <laughs> but uh, I would if I had one. Um, but, uh, you're, you know, just like you're scratching, <clears throat> gathering things around the house. And you, you have this ever strong feeling that tells you you just don't quite have enough stuff. You need to keep collecting. So you're on the hunt. There you are hunting around looking in all corners of the universe for more stuff and as time goes by of course you collect more stuff you collect it while you're shopping and you start to collect packaging from the after shopping aftermath you start rooting through your garbage can looking for things that other family members may have thrown away that could be obvious craft supplies they they just didn't see it at the time and you do forgive them but it takes a while and uh Then you keep on going and uh, you don't exactly know when it happens, but all of a sudden you have too much stuff. And it's like, it just, it just happens. It just happens. And, and it's funny how that, that perfect tipping point of, ah, I have the exact amount of right stuff for all my needs and I'm just fine. And I don't need more and I don't need less and everything's perfect. Well, I've come to the conclusion that that place doesn't exist. Um, it just it isn't <laughs> yes <laughs> it, because it's a mental concept of we either have not enough or we have too much and uh, I would say maybe the only time I've ever felt close to that feeling was when I went through my craft room and I kind of conmarried it down where I went through and only kept things that brought me joy and I got rid of a lot of my um, multiple duplicates of things or things that I, I hadn't used at all. I had collected and yes, there's Holly. Hello, Holly. How are you doing? Um, by the way, this is, uh, the paper outpost podcast. If I didn't mention that and we're talking junk journals here, the joy of junk journals and everything related to junk journals. So hop on in, snuggle in, grab a tea, maybe some cookies and, um, let's just, uh, you know, hang out just us. Um, so yeah, uh, You know, there's the uh, uh, that elusive thing. Oh, I was going to say the um, uh, the only time I've ever noticed that perfect moment was when I conmarried my craft room. I went through and organized everything and got rid of all the excess, or you know what I was deeming as excess. Because really, what is excess? Excess is just stuff that could be used in another way that you don't feel like using. Um, But uh, you know, it was there for about you know a day. I walked around my craft room and feeling all you know fancy pants, proud of myself, all peacock walking, look at me in my nice organized craft room, and uh, um, then I, you know, um, of course, as you venture back into the crafting world, you start pulling everything out, and it's all over your desk again, again, and your room is no longer the perfect picture that it once was, good thing I snapped a few photos during that time, and uh, um, then all of a sudden, maybe... A month goes by or something and you get struck by this feeling. Oh, <gasps> where is that thing? Did I throw it out? Oh my god, don't tell me I threw it out. I need it now. Of course I need it now because why? It came back into my view, into my periphery, because when I was cleaning up I saw it and it gave me an idea, and then I went off to make something and, and somehow my brain said, You're gonna need that thing of a jigger bobber thinger that you Oh my God, you got rid of it. Now what are you going to do? Oh, you are a lost lamb. You are a lost lamb in the woods and you will not find your way home because you do not have the, you know, Quasimodo corner folder chomper thinger. <laughs> you know, I just, life is over as you know it. You might as well just give up and go watch TV right now because uh, ain't nothing going to happen in that craft room. Nothing pretty is going to come out of there because you got rid of something that was so vital. And, of course, you have this little discussion with yourself. Maybe I went a little too deep. Maybe I got rid of a little too much stuff. You know, maybe I could have used those foam sheets. Maybe pipe cleaners are coming back in vogue. Hey, it's possible. Um, Pom-poms, anyone? Hey, you know what I'm saying? Um, I still have a drawer full of sequins. I'm trying not to sequence those... um, Oh gosh, I guess they're, you remember the bedazzler and the rhinestone, the plastic rhinestones? Well, I've got a whole drawer full of those plastic rhinestones and I don't know what to do with them. Although, you know where I think they could be handy? See, I'm just thinking about it now. I just came up with an idea. If you can do lumpy things on covers and and the cover kind of gives you that freedom. You can glue thicker things onto it. And let's say maybe you like all the colorful doodads with the, you know, fake rhinestone plasticky thingies from the bedazzler that you never used. Um, But if you don't like all those multiple colors, you could paint the whole cover. You could put a whole bunch of things and glue them on there and just paint the whole thing white or off-white. Maybe put some black in there and make it look really cool. Um, You know, so there's like a lot of things that you can do with that stuff and I've got a lot of high hopes for stuff. Uh, I did go through a broken jewelry buying phase. There were were a lot of dark late nights on eBay with the old itchy trigger finger buying, you know, first it started with two pounds because I really didn't know what two pounds of jewelry looked like. It sounded like a lot, but when I got it, it wasn't that much. And I thought, well, let me try five pounds. And then it was eight pounds. And then it was 10 pounds. And I think there might have been a few 25-pound boxes. So let's just say mama got herself a lot of broken jewelry. And um, I thought, you know, wow, I'm going to use this on spine dangles. I'm going to use it on covers. It's going to look so cool. And I do. Actually, I, I, I do use a lot of it. But I have so much. I, I, thought, I rationalized with myself that... Um, you know maybe it was important to subdivide it all into colors because then I could say to myself hey I need a green piece the green piece would go well here and I have to admit that does help subdividing the broken jewelry into colors really does help and uh, if you ever go down that path I have to admit it's a fun path and I have even found silver and gold in there. Not a lot. I'm, You know, we're not going to pay the mortgage with that or anything. But uh, a little tiny piece here and there does filter through. Um, sometimes I think, you know, maybe a bunch of stuff is found at estate sales. And people just throw everything in a big bin. And stuff filters down to the bottom. And there you are. Haven't found any diamonds. But uh, I did find a couple little pieces of gold. And um, nothing to speak of, really. But, uh, you know, it's kind of like the... Um, I think it was the Rudolph story. It could have been the the Frosty the Snowman, maybe Rudolph, maybe Frosty, not sure. But um, it was where the land of misfit toys lived. Well, Yep. This is where the land of misfit earrings lives. Yeah. In those, in those boxes. And the funny thing is everybody thinks, Oh, I only have one earring. It's all over. Just get rid of that. No, 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 no. You, you know, the single lone solitary earring has found a happy home in the junk journaling world. Yes, it has. Um, like I said, spine tangles covers, um, you know, you can use them for all sorts of fun things. So, um, and also, you know, I like to use uh, uh, jewelry when I'm wrapping my uh, journals. Sometimes I'll wrap them in different cloths. And, uh, I'll bind it with some sorry silk or some different kinds of ribbons. And then I'll tuck a little piece of, uh, a jewelry right where the ribbons combine. And I think it looks, I don't know, it just kind of gives it a nice little, uh, antique shabby chic picturesque sort of look, or at least that's what it looks like in my mind. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there's a lot of fun things that you can do with that. And, um, um, so, you know, that, that. You know, you'll probably hear me say a million times on my videos that, uh, you know, I've got way too much of this stuff. I need to use it up. And sometimes that's a good way to start thinking about a different medium to work with. You can look around your craft room and you might say, geez, I've got a lot of maybe paper bags or craft paper, and I really need to make some stuff and use that up. Or I've got a lot of manila folders. And... Um, I got to use some of those up and I'm actually talking to myself here because I have a bunch of those things that I need to blow through. I've actually got a little corner in my craft room. It's a very dark secret quiet corner that holds rolls of different kinds of paper. Um, some is wallpaper, some is contact paper, some is wrapping paper. So anything that came out on a bolt it went into that corner and it's in the dark recesses and I need to remember that I have it because I've got some cool papers in there and I, I always forget I have it. And uh, so when I'm, I, that's another little area of excess that uh, mama here needs to deal with, yeah. So you might see some projects coming from from that dark recess, yes. Because uh, it's right under her sewing machine, uh-huh, and it kinda gets in her way of when she's trying to push the pedal with her foot. Yeah, she's running into rolls of these bolts of paper and, uh, Not to mention all my stencils are under there and it's probably a fire hazard um i should probably check that come to think of it um and uh um so yeah i think it's important every once in a while to take a survey not necessarily a deep cleaning but to take a survey actually go into your drawers and say hey what have i got a lot of and what have i got a lot of that i'm not using and number one, could I put it to good use or has the ship sailed? Is it time to release it back to the universe where somebody else very creative might be able to do something fun with it? And uh, um, another area where I yeah, I collected a lot of stuff, not really on purpose, and I'll tell you how it happened, but wooden wooden pieces, like um, I think it's for people who make dollhouses and things like that. They're like wooden flat circles and squares and stars and um, you know, um, I, I don't know, actually know what it's for. Um, but they can make cute little tags and things like that in journals. I have, I have made some of those or little embellishments if they're thin enough. Um, you can do that. That's kind of fun. And they do work well on covers and you can hang them from spine dangles. If you, uh, maybe have one of those, uh, Dremels, you know, the Dremels, uh, it's kind of like the handy dandy, everything tiny tool where you can, uh, you can make it a, um, a drill you can make it a saw, you can make it a buffer, you can you can do all these things. And uh, you can put tiny drill holes through it and uh, then, you know, hang them from your spine dangles and things like that. That would look cute. That's actually a good idea. I should- I should do that. Some, somebody write that down. Um, well, where's my book of ideas? It's too far away. I, I can't capture it. And I'm, I'm, I'm recording on my phone right now, so I can't capture it on my phone. But um, hopefully I'll remember. And it doesn't go off into the abyss of ideas. Oh, there's nothing worse, you know, when you're, you're out shopping or something, or, or something where your hands are full or busy, or you don't have your phone in your hand, and an idea comes, and it's... Uh, It's like, oh, i got to capture that idea. And I have this little um, memory trick that I use. It's something that I learned a long time ago, and maybe some of you have heard of it, but they're called memory pegs. And uh, it's basically just a a quick way to remember lists of things. And I found it very handy going through school. And... um, uh, it would help me like memorize things for tests, and uh, but now I, I try and capture my ideas on it. So if I'm, you know, going for a walk and I get ideas and I don't have my phone with me or something, I'll, I'll peg them. And uh, okay, so now I'm gonna have to peg. What was the idea? Huh? I'll have to re-listen to this. I forget it already. Oh well, uh, that's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So let's. Uh, sometimes there's just a lot of stuff, or sometimes there's just not enough stuff. Or you can't find the stuff and you know you have it. Ooh, there's another one, right? You know, you know you have one of those gizmos. You know, you have one of those weird things that twists wire for jewelry and you have no idea where you put it, but you know you wouldn't throw it out because it was a vital tool. Yeah, yeah. Been there, oh, countless times. And uh, I have one drawer in my craft room that holds... I call it the tools drawer and well let's fa- say a lot of things can qualify as a tool but um so it's kind of a mis- mishmash and uh, a little bit of everything in there from nail files to uh um sanding blocks to um little embossing tools all sorts of goofy things are in there I just you know it's kind of a, a dump all I keep my brayer in there and uh um, so sometimes, you know, when you're just going through these things, like I have to clean it out every once in a while cause I forget what's in there and I can't, I can't see because it's all piled on top of each other and uh, then you really don't use it if you can't ever see it. So uh, that drawer definitely needs a going through and, uh, um, okay I, I think I have a little problem with rubber stamps I have a lot of them and uh, I know I don't use them all and I do try and roll through the circuitry of them um they're probably in I would say on 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11, 12 I probably have about 13 or 14 drawers like th- short like near, like not deep drawers uh shallow drawers but uh drawers of stamps uh And, um, what I do is when I'm making a journal, I try and grab a different drawer. So I use different stamps and that's fun. And, uh, then I could feel better. Like I'm using my stamps. Um, and, uh, so that's one way you can kind of get use of these items that we tend to forget that we have, or we kind of get in a rhythm of things. Like, you know, if you're making a lot of junk journals, uh, sometimes, you know, I'll approach things a certain way. Like maybe I'll make the cover and then I'll make the signatures and I'll attach the signatures and then I'll decorate the pages. Okay, maybe first I'll go through. I, I've tried different methods. Like sometimes I'll start in the front. Sometimes I'll start in the middle because I'm too intimidated by the front or the back. I want something, you know, general neutral, and then I'll kind of branch out from there and see where my mojo is. Um, sometimes um, I'll go through and put all the pockets in first, and then I'll come back and I'll I'll put in maybe some materials and things like that. And then I'll come back and put in some words and sprinkle those through. Um, Or sometimes I'll just work on one page and just have a lot of fun on one page and go to town and get lost in that page. And I'll forget about journal completion and I'll just be sitting there for hours playing with one page. And time will go by and the sun will set and another day will come up. And um, I'm thinking, "Uh uh-oh, I I need to turn the page. Um, And uh, that's where my little you know overstuffing habit comes in i think i just like to really play on a page and i keep telling myself just one more thing just one more thing uh, but like i said that's only my style or it's my style of this year maybe that will change too but um you know do it at what there is no right or wrong way to make journals you can keep them uh, lean and mean writing machines you can make them fat and chubby and you know they're more lovable than your hubby Um, you know (laughs) uh, there's lots of ways uh, to make them and there are no rules And you have complete carte blanche. You can do whatever you like in there. Um, You know, wouldn't it be fun just to make a black and white journal? You know, take the whole pressure off of color uh, off. Um, Although I was thinking about black and white stuff, but sometimes it's hard to find exclusively black and white stuff. Often you'll find tones you'll get into cream and black and sepia and and like you'll start to go into these other areas and then i'm i'm wondering am i am i too off course with the black and white or do i need to go back to just pure black and white and i get confused with that and then i end up doing something else completely um i don't know if that ever happens to anybody but let me know yeah um so there's so many different ways too that you can challenge yourself with junk journals um Uh, you know, if you just kind of just go outside your comfort zone, just a little bit, just stick a toe out there and see what it feels like. And, uh, you know, if you do remember that it's only paper and it's okay to have fun with paper and tear it and glue it and, squash it and crunch it and do all those things and when you get an idea just try it I mean stop sitting there debating for hours whether you should do something just do it and see what happens because you don't want to go to bed that night thinking gee I wish I would have tried that and then you're wondering what on earth it would have been like and you'll never know and you know you have to wake up tomorrow and face the reality of that I don't want you going there I want you giving it a try and worst comes to worst tear the page out you know or glue something over top of it. I mean, you really, how bad could it be? You know, it's not that bad. Everything can be salvageable, rescuable, uh and uh can be made whole uh, and that is the wonderful thing about things being just paper um we have the ability to uh cover things up glue over them um and uh you know sew on top of them if we want to uh it, it's kind of nice and um so there's always a way to wiggle wiggle out of it if it uh you know kerplooey happens and uh that's kind of the nice thing about junk journals So I hope you had some fun today and I hope you're out there relaxing, kicking your heels off and and running through the grass and uh you know just having some fun breathing some fresh air and then maybe you come back inside and you decide oh wouldn't it be a nice time just to sit down and snuggle in and do some crafting right now maybe this is one of those times for you um and if not i hope it's a time soon for you so uh be brave uh have fun uh enjoy your ideas and uh you know where you can find me on my youtube channel the paper outpost um all my favorite tools and supplies are found in my amazon store link down below my videos and um um, you know if you haven't joined the newsletter i have a monthly emailed newsletter that you can join it's free and you get all sorts of little perks with that and it talks about little junk journal tips and a um you get a free digital image you can download monthly as well as a link for, to get the note from the bookmaker you can put in the front of your journals if you so choose or morph it to any way you, you'd like it to be um, And also there's a list of junk journal supplies that you might want to keep your eyes open for as you're perusing your universes. Uh, And, um, oh, my Etsy shop, I have some vintage digital kits. You might feel like uh, exploring over there, seeing what's going on. And every once in a while, I do put a journal up for sale in my Etsy shop. Uh, Lately, I've been doing them a lot by surprise. And i just popping them in there. And whoever happens to amble on by, Um, may come across one and uh, I try and do them on different days and different times so you never know when to expect it and it's just sort of a random chance sort of thing but I will do some more announced things like I did some stationary sets the other day with a little impromptu video on a day I don't normally do a video and I just popped it out there because I wanted people to be able to see what was inside of it because it was something new that I did and I hadn't really done that before on the on any videos so um Yeah, so you just never know. I gotta keep you guys guessing, right? That's right. Gotta, gotta keep you sharp. And, uh. I don't know, just trying fun, different things. And um, anyway, the podcasts come out Tuesdays and Thursdays and the videos are Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays and Saturdays at 7 a.m. Eastern time. And I wish you all the best and thank you so much for spending time with me. Um, It really does make the world seem like a cozier, smaller place, just knowing that we're all hanging out together, even if we're in different places and at different times, we're somehow all still together. And that's a nice thing. So remember that fun can be simple And create with Reckless Abandon, everybody. Take care and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.